0: Let's do the uh, level-headed approach, uh, non-emotion. Yeah. Let's see if we can do that. I think if we do, if we start off that way, um, we'll get a more uh, clear understanding. Obviously, things will change as time goes on because uh, processing this quickly is hard. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the all the CrossFit All Hands uh, meeting. Um, the uh, six hundred of you that are tuning in live, the five hundred and forty affiliates, and the sixty people working at CrossFit HQ. Welcome to <laughs> live on podcast uh josh Honeycutt here with us a new species crossfit matthew souza Uh in all um transparency i do have a relationship with crossfit um i worked there for 15 years um maybe maybe longer um and uh at a very senior position there are people there that i am in uh, contact with i have a healthy relationship with um what i believe my my opinion with a uh, dave castro don fall uh, to, to name a couple of the people at the top and then several people throughout the company. I say that to you in full disclosure c- so that you know that I'm not interested in um, burning those relationships so you know where I'm coming from. As I scour the internet in the past two hours since the announcement has been made, I'm seeing tons and tons of propaganda. I will not give you propaganda, but I will bite my tongue uh, occasionally uh, where I might otherwise express my opinion because I do want to stay in the uh, good graces uh, with CrossFit HQ. So I want to really be clear about that in my um uh in in my approach to you it's 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 the same thing that i'm guessing i'm um, josh uh honeycutt uh, owner of new species crossfit would also say on one hand like you don't want to get so mad at the mothership not that he wants is concerned about dam- damaging the relationship but you don't want to da- you don't want to shit where you eat you don't want to damage the mothership that that's part of these uh o- you don't want you Absolutely don't want the, the octopus throwing rocks at the fucking head we don't we don't want that uh matthew souza um uh Tenure uh, affiliate, uh, CrossFit Livermore in California. J- um, Josh, where's your, where's, your, you're in Detroit?
1: We're right outside of Detroit in Royal Oak, Michigan.
0: Okay. So someone in the middle of the United States and someone on the West Coast of the United States. Most of this discussion will be stuff that we will either show you or read to you. And then we'll hear um, sort of, we'll get sort of Josh's and Matt's response. But first, I just want to, um, if you could walk me through, Josh, your, first of all, did you have any idea that this was coming?
1: Not until a couple of homies started texting me today about it. Absolutely. Okay. Not. I, I mean, I could see it coming. I didn't know if they would jump off on because grandfathering's always been a part of it. So I didn't know if they were, I didn't know how they would do it. I didn't know if they're like, Hey, we're adding 500 to everyone's or if they were just going to take everyone up to a hard number. But I'm, I, my uh, previous affiliate fee was 2k a year. So it's like a 125% jump for me, you know? So it's
0: like, let me throw this out there really quick. So Josh already pointed one thing. Some of the propaganda that I've been seeing is, Hey, if you didn't see this coming, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) Basically, I want to tell you those people who are saying that that's propaganda. That's Mm -hmm. bullying. That's to make you feel bad. If you're an affiliate, you should have your head down and you should be coaching. You should not be wondering about what the fucking mothership is doing. That should not be your uh, concern. There was a should be a trust. And so as soon as you see something like that, please know that that's propaganda. Anyone who's saying like you should have seen this was coming or, or they have any presuppositions that are kind of making putting it off on you. It's not on you. You didn't make this decision. Okay, go ahead, Josh.
1: Honestly, I wouldn't have seen it if someone hadn't spoken to me about it. And when I was when I was working with CrossFit as an affiliate rep there were a lot of people that were like, what? Even after when the whole thing popped off with Greg, like there were so many affiliates that were like, what, what happened? You know, it's because they're doing exactly what you just said, Savon. We're like, I teach all 10 of my classes on Monday. I don't have time to check my email. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, that's what we're doing. We're out here doing the work that we're just supposed to be doing. And that's always worked out for us in the past. But now there seems to be a lot more moving, uh, many more moving parts behind the curtain.
0: Thirteen thousand gems, uh, at least uh, six continents. Uh, affiliate fees uh, normally in the park range of uh, five hundred to uh, three thousand dollars a year for everyone uh, worldwide. Notice went out today that affiliate fees will be going up um, uh, from three thousand a year to forty-five hundred a year for most affiliates. Uh, the countries that I don't know that are. I guess that have dirt runways will have different prices than the ones that have uh, concrete runways. Um, is is it a uh, in my opinion? My opinion is it a big deal that CrossFit HQ wants to make more money? No, I'm glad they want to make more money. Leadership from the top make more money. Lets everyone make more money. I don't have an issue if the f- raise affiliate price raise were fifteen hundred dollars in a vacuum. More to be added to that later. Souza, you are on the pulse because of this podcast. Yeah, you did know. You did know. We've been hearing about it for six months, right? You did. Yeah, know.
2: we've been we've been hearing rumblings here, rumors here and there. So, like, I was aware of it. Yeah, coming down the pipeline, and we knew we they had to do something at some point yeah. to increase revenue, right? We never we didn't know what it was. Speculation like franchising, like there's all these different theories out there, and I think at the back of our minds, we all knew, just like as affiliate owners, well, there's one way to do it. We just increase the price of the people who are currently buying from us. Uh,
0: Judy Reed, Canada $6,500. Oh, good point, Judy. So, the money that I'm talking about, the 4,500 from 3,000 to 4,500 is um, uh, greenbacks, American money, right? The U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Neely, uh, not an affiliate owner, ride or die, CrossFit, and here it comes, but the 4,500, this may sink quite a few boxes. Uh, mm-hmm. your. Immediate reaction, Josh, as you read this uh, four-page email that came out. What What did you What did you think? How, how long my, have you been an affiliate? Uh,
1: well, this is our Sweet Sixteen this year.
0: Okay, sixteen years. Sixteen nice. years.
1: So we. My immediate. So I'm probably one of the few affiliate owners that, according to every counseling firm out there, is stupid enough to grandfather their members. So all my members, I have. I have three different rates, basically, because I've raised uh, membership twice over the years. We're still the least expensive box in town, to my knowledge. So I'm attached to that and I fight for it and I advocate for it. So for me, being as loyalty based as I am, like it, it feels a little bit like a slap in the face. But more if I take the emotion out of it, it's corporate now, bro. It's corporate. It's corporate. Corporate has one job to make more money than they did last year. It's the reason I got out of the YMCA fitness director gig because they got too corporate on me. I did 185% of budget one year. The next year they're like, all right, well, let's do 187. You know, And so all my bonus potential disappeared, et cetera, but it doesn't matter. This is what gets me. So I was doing a little quick, stupid hillbilly hood rat math today, all right? Let's say there's only 10,000 affiliates in the world. Let's say the mean is 2000, all right? That's 20 million a year. I checked with Siri to make sure my math was right. All right, that's 20 million a year. What the fuck are they? What what more do they need to run with? How big is the office staff? Like, but the thing is, when it's corporate, that won't 20 20 mil won't be enough. 21 won't be enough. It's always got to be more and more and more. And then they'll sell it to somebody, and then they'll want it to be more and more and more. That's just that's how corporate operates. I don't know if that's exactly the path we're gonna follow, but it's eerily similar to some shit I've experienced in the past in the fitness world
0: they own it someone owns it Some, somebody does somebody, and somebody. they have the prerogative to do whatever the fuck they want it's mm-hmm. theirs you're on their train so uh, um uh susan one second for you jump in here so josh i'm projecting on you that it's okay that hq makes more money but are you really not okay with that no I'm.
1: i want them to make more money okay. i want them to add more affiliates I want them okay. to, to keep reaching out and find more places that need more affiliates, so we can get these get these lifeboats everywhere. Not charge more per square foot at the boxes that exist. What somebody did a and figured out how much the mean income for most box owners was, and I think it was like thirty four to thirty six thousand or something. $4,500 is a big chunk of that, dude. Like it is like percentage wise, we are very, very blessed. I'm very, very fortunate. We have a a great location and we've been a very successful box. I think most would consider, you know, and I give forces bigger than me credit for that. But but I don't think we're the norm. You know, we can absorb that. We can do this or do that or whatever and figure it out. It's not going to sink us. And CrossFit is so valuable. Just the, Man, if, we, if there was a word that was that fucking cool that really said it all like CrossFit does, but Greg's so fucking smart, he nailed it, knocked it out of the park the first time. So there's so much value in the term CrossFit, but there are going to be some, some of those affiliate owners that are doing the 34 to 36K a year that that might be too much of a bite for them.
0: Uh, um Josh brings up uh, more propaganda that I saw on the internet. I saw someone say, "Hey, it's not a big deal. You just have to change your budgeting." And when I hear change your budgeting, what I hear is is like, "Oh, you wear underwear clean underwear 7 days a week? All you got to do is just wear it 5 days a week. Not Damn. a problem. Just do the wash a little less." Azusa, uh, um your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, immediate thoughts, like as you saw this four page come down to talk about how you need your L2 within a year, <sighs> rates are going to go up. There's a $500 application fee on for first time affiliates on top of the $4,500. What
2: was your immediate thought? Uh, that CrossFit is choosing the type of customer they want. I think this is a filter. I think this might be a response to hey, we need better quality coaching. We want to see operational standards across the board. And the best way to do that is just to increase the price in the ones that maybe were operating to a certain standard or threshold that CrossFit wants now will fall off. Those ones won't be able to afford it. So I think it's just a question of, immediately it came to my mind was, hey, they're just they're just picking their customer and choosing their customer with the first layer of price being the buried entry. So you're
0: saying... What you're saying is they don't want to sell um, generic sh- shirts anymore. They want name brand shirts. They want to move to a different street. You're saying it, it, this kind of like fits in with what you—they want to be the um, uh, Gucci of fitness. They're basically they want to get they want to get rid of their WalMarts and they want That's to right. their game.
2: Yeah, I mean they're you, you you're easy, right?
0: herd on purpose to get rid of the shit gyms, the small gyms. <laughs> they want
1: a higher yeah. evaluation. I was talking to um, uh, one, a man much smarter than me earlier, Craig over at Diablo. And he's like, man, he's like business-wise that now they get a few strong gems and they base the eval on that. The evaluation of the company immediately goes way, way up. You know, when they have, oh, well, look, this gym is doing this much. This gym is doing this much. And they eliminate some of the ones that weren't doing as much. Now the evaluation of the company goes up and now it's an easier sell.
2: Yeah. And I think it, when but, you're treating customers, would you? I mean, do you want the? Do you want the rich guy? Or do you want the one who's looking for a discount? I want the rich right. guy. So does CrossFit. Okay. Yeah. Um, on Spin Show, there was a guy on there. Um,
0: I forget his name. He said he owns five gyms, and he. I think he agreed with you, Souza. He said that this is a way of making the gyms more professionalized
2: and less hobbyist. Mm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it because all the yeah. people who are doing this, uh, you know, with a nine to five, with a lot of other. Uh, full-time job obligations. um, It's basically going to raise the barrier to entry too much price-wise for them to pursue it. Uh, Let me read you some DMs that I got. I never wanted to open.
0: This is uh, today when we put out a calling for messages from the community, uh, from affiliate owners. This one says, I never wanted to open a gym. I wanted to open a CrossFit affiliate. It's a six-year garage gym affiliate and I cannot not afford the rate increase. So unless some miracle happens, 2024, March of 2024, I will no longer be an affiliate. I hate that this has to happen. Um, So you're saying that that they're not dumb at HQ. They know they've they that someone maybe ran some analysis. They're like, okay, we have 800 garage gyms. Those are toast.
2: Yeah. And they're also balancing how many people are going to stay. You know, what is that revenue increase look like versus how many people are going to leave when we lose that revenue altogether? right? And the, the people that are paying like the $500 or the $1,000, they're not a significant impact on revenue. So if they leave, it's not going to be the hugest deal for them, right? And for everybody else that stays, they'll mask it out. So I'm sure somebody in there, at least I hope, they did some sort of analysis where, hey, how many of these people are going to push out? Are they pushing out the right people? And then how many people are going to stay? What does that revenue increase look like for the ones that stay?
0: Why? Yeah. I, I didn't run the numbers, but off the top of your head, it, it, there's a there's a hundred dms that I read already go, no hyperbole that say this is a slap in the face to the ogs that's an not even the ogs just anyone I, I took it as just people who've had gyms for years and um obviously that's an emotional response and an entitled response and I don't mean that in a negative or derogatory way no, I, would. I would have that response also I feel, yeah, I feel the same way for sure why not do what they did the last time I think that uh when I was there we increased affiliate fees why not grandfather everybody in we know that there's a pretty high turnover rate so we know that they're going to get always get a lot of new gyms why not grandfather everyone in be very nice to to the base then also give the next year for affiliates to come in at the 3000 rate so you have this flood of people apply to raise to raise Smart. revenue and then uh, and and then and then and then jump it to um, uh, six thousand dollars because if they here's the thing the, the I think that the current gym owners will have an enormous toleration for affiliate fees going to ten thousand dollars because it adds value to them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Instead of taking fifteen hundred to them, you're like fuck, I got this thing. They'll think twice before de-affiliating now. Mm-hmm. Because shit, oh, yeah. back in that thing would be 10,0. you, you still running the numbers just immediately? Do you see any problems yep. with that, anyone?
2: No, but I just also feel like logistically and the resources it might take to manage that isn't necessarily worth it. They might as well just rip the bandit all off at one time and then mm-hmm. tighten organize their books. Because in terms of and I again, I don't have any internal knowledge of this. But if you have a bunch of different revenue streams and a bunch of different people, now we need individuals to manage all of those price hikes, we need individuals that are going to reach out to do that. So that's going to take more resources on my end to fulfill all those different levels of pricing, as opposed to me just saying, it's done. Here's the price you're either in or you're out.
1: So my my body does like for us, for example, like I said, we've upped rates twice. I don't have to think about it. I couldn't tell you which one of my members are at the 150 rate unless I went and looked at it. That so if the, if there's some sort of pretty simply available software system to somewhat manage that, it's it's kind of easy to be honest. So like I I I like I said, I'm one of the big proponents for grandfathering. I learned what I needed to know about my feelings on this aspect of business from cell phone companies when i was in college all right they would always give the newest hottest phones to new motherfuckers coming in all right well bitch i've been paying you for five years i want the newest hottest phone at a discount too you know and almost every time i call up and fight for it they give it to me but that showed me right there that i'm i was just always going to be the one that grandfathered i still i have a personal training client still pays me 50 an hour you know our rates are almost 100
0: now If you do grandfather in, you don't accomplish what Sousa was saying by getting rid of all the fucking um, just shitty mom and pop gyms out there that Mm -hmm. are in 800 square feet that like Mm -hmm. have 40 clients and only teach three classes a day. And you get rid of all of them. And I use the word shitty. I'm being facetious, by the way. No one take that to heart. Uh, More propaganda. I will show you more propaganda. Be very careful how you see this. Sorry, Mike Alpin, that you have to get run over by the bus here. $125 a month for the ones that were already paying $3,000 a year. I understand what Mike Halpin's saying, but when you compare ounces to pounds, you're doing that to be manipulative. Let's be transparent about it. Let's be transparent about it. It's $3,000 a year, and to make up this $4,500, if you pick up one extra client in your box a year, it covers it. Quit being a pussy. You could say that. I get that. Just Mm -hmm. just one extra client. It's cool, dude. Quit being a, a douche. Um, do you, do you like the idea of maybe fewer boxes? Do you, uh, Josh, you, you have a big, successful, high quality box. Do you like, do you like this idea that Sousa saying where we get rid of some of the, 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 once again, I'm being a little facetious or, uh, uh, hyperbole, the riffraff. <laughs> I, <it,
1: laughs> I have mixed feelings on it, but I, at my base, it comes down to like, for me, I feel like bad CrossFit is better than no CrossFit. Yeah you know and i feel like it's still getting the message out there and it might be somebody too intimidated to walk into my box with skulls and dragons and fucking wolves on the wall they might be more comfortable at a mom and pop shop you know it might just be friends in a neighborhood and they just loved crossfit and what greg had brought so much that they wanted to pay dues you know that they could have just done it on their own so i I think i don't know man i when i when we first opened we were about three one of three boxes in metro detroit at one point there were like 50. all right real in Metro Detroit. There was a bunch of us. There's a whole bunch of us. And now we're on the other side of that where a lot of boxes are dying and it, it's less comfortable. Honestly, I liked having somebody to compete with down the street or feel like I was a little bit competing with down the street. I liked talking about, you know, seeing all the other boxes show up in comps and stuff. And some of these boxes we started with just aren't here anymore, you know? So uh, the riffraff will take care of itself on a long enough timeline. It will. Whether it's two thousand or forty five hundred or whatever, because I'll just get tired of working. Because this shit ultimately it, it becomes work. You know, you got to really love some motherfuckers to get up every morning and keep doing it year after year after year. So it would take. It's I've seen it take care of itself without a hike in affiliate fees. I guess I could say
0: uh, thirteen thousand gems. Uh, let's say uh, each gym has five people with a mouth that they can't keep shut. That takes us to uh, sixty five thousand people are going to have opinions on this subject. Crossfit HQ knew this basically rattles the Hornets Nest. Crossfit HQ went up to the beehive. They know, and it, 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 th- th- I don't mean this in any negative way. They did something, and they told all the bees to come. And all the bees have come out and been like, "What the fuck?" It's not an easy position, I'm sure, uh, for Donfall. He just got, uh, um, uh, um, he just got a new uh, the new affiliate uh, director, Dakunes in. Then now they're making this decision, uh, not an easy decision, but also. All of you have a right to have uh, an opinion, all of you who uh, make money around this, and uh, and by no means uh, should you hold your opinion back, and you should, if you give a shit, you should write an email, uh, try to be as calm as you can, and, and, and as factual as you can, and send it to them at HQ. Let them know what you want. Hey- this is tough for me. Let's I'm giving you a hypothetical. This is uh, don't plagiarize my shit. This is tough for me. I'm an OG. I'm, I'm, a, I'm offended uh, because I, I want to be grandfathered in. and I like that familial feel. But in the meantime, I'm going to stay with you. But I expect to see some results in five months. I, and basically, I plagiarize that from someone. Someone's like, hey, um, I, my fees aren't due for five months, but I'm going to be watching closely. Uh, Carlos Cueva, 10 year owner here. Congrats, brother. Uh, Trying not to make a rash, emotional decision. Smart. Ah, uh, make it make sense, Sevan. Uh, people want to make money, brother. They bought it, and they, and they want to make money. I, I, I fuck, be, being rich is fun as shit. Uh, calm me down. <laughs> I'm not sure what to think. I mean, I survived the lockdown. I was able to stay open. I'm, I am stubborn. Uh, uh
2: Souza, do you have any words for Mister Carlos, Carlos? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think we're all just kind of in the the wait and see mode. But like the question is, is you know, they've increased the barrier to entry in. And now is this a quality control player or is this actually a revenue play? That's kind of the question that we're going <laughs> back and forth in a little bit. Right. So a play or a quality of assurance. move? Yeah, like, a, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it could be a little bit of both, but obviously they have to know that something like this is going to create a big media storm. There's going to be a lot of angry people, a lot of emotional reaction to it. Um, so the sequencing of everything is something that I'm concerned about because we have Their timing the, has
1: always the, the right?
2: coon stuff, which oh, were, wow. that the new CMO. So you're already shaking a little bit of faith there, especially with your base, your OG crowd, let's call it. And then to come right on the back end of that with the affiliate hike, I would say they definitely should have been more thoughtful about the sequence of that. Um, but again, I don't think it's gonna, I don't know if, it, do you think it'll make a change in revenue? Look if you have 2000 gyms that aren't going to be able to make the quota financially you have another 2000 gyms that are pissed off you lose 4000 gyms there right um is that going to harm them enough with this new increase so that's the thing that i'm super curious about yeah. and it would take a little bit of like math to figure that out um but i yeah. do i do like, I do like your
0: um, evaluation that they're trying to change the outside perception of crossfit um there was another um uh, there's a lot of people out there that saying that the level two thing's not a big deal you should have your level two anyway the 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 part about that i'm struggling with that i completely disagree with is uh this is a low business to barrier a low barrier to uh, business entry you're changing that i think that's a mistake um, because we we already know that most of the people coming in here are doing it because they're crazy passionate. And the other thing is is we do an affiliate series here. People tell us all the time I was a kinesiology major or I was a sports science major, and I learned more in those two days at my CrossFit at level one than I learned in my four years at blah, blah, blah. And um, and these are these are strength and conditioning coaches, et cetera. And so I I um it's interesting. Supposedly you get a five according to them, you get a five hundred dollar uh uh you know voucher to yeah. apply to your level two. What if you already have your level two? Do we have an answer to that? I'm, I'm assuming CrossFit will come out with an answer for that. Then you're good to go, right? You have it. Yeah, but 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 then you don't get the benefit of that five hundred dollars.
2: Oh, okay. I, but it's time to renew. I wonder. Level four. Interesting.
1: I I I couldn't imagine them being that petty on that. I'm sure they're just gonna whoever renews in 2024 at the new rate is gonna have that to hold on to and use how they see fit for level two or up. I mean,
0: surely. Do you do you guys have your level twos? I actually don't. I do, yeah. And and so so now you're gonna go do it. So now you're gonna go do it. I plan
1: to anyway. I have, I was a real big certification guy early on, and I very, very much believe in the CrossFit education system. I think it's second to none in the world, absolutely. Um, I've got the nutrition. I've got all the uh, – Castro taught my level one. Like I've got Rob Wolf's nutrition. I've got the CrossFit football Damn. cert, mobility Damn. cert from K-Star. Like, I've, I have a lot of those under my belt. And when I had kids, though, I ended up in a split situation, and my weekends were tied up, and I was unwilling to give that up. So that's why I didn't continue pursuing further. But I I don't think that's necessarily a bad mood, bad move. I'm all about professionalism and coaching and pushing more professionalism and coaching. That's not that didn't really bother me that much, even though I don't have currently have my level two.
2: Yeah, the, the first time I got my level two was actually just called the coach's prep course, and there was no test to it. And right. then I went, when I had to renew, I went back and got my level two. Were you going to say something? Right. Sorry, I cut you off there. No, right. no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. So here's the biggest difference. Cause I know, cause you're, you're under the school of thoughts on that. The L one is good enough, right? Is that what you're, yeah. that what you're leaning towards? And, and that if people want to get their L
0: two, I'm a huge proponent of the L two. Don't get me wrong. I just, yep. I, I just don't think that you should, it should be
2: mandatory to, to leave your gym open. I don't, yeah, I don't think that, but go ahead. So yep. here's the, uh, here's the analogy, like bear with me. I was trying to think about it while we're doing here. So the L, the L one opens up your mind to the methodology in this whole entire lifestyle, the way to live, right? Mm-hmm. The L two does that for your ability to manage and coach a class. Mm. So you're going to get the same epiphany of like, Holy shit. Look at all these tools. I have these strategies. Look at how they distilled down how to coach. That's the L two. So I actually am in complete agreement with this because in terms of walking back into my classroom and instantly becoming a better coach, the L2 is 100% that. You go away, and what they do is they they really strip down. So they bring you in the same small groups, and they're going to say, all right, Sevan, you're going to teach deadlift, but you can't use any verbal or tactile cues. You can only do it by visual. And now it's going to say, like, okay, we're going to isolate that. Are you good at that? Okay, hey, you could only use visual. You can't – or only use um, um, hearing. You can could, you could only talk. You can't. Touch them, and you can't move. Now, coach this person through it, right? So, by breaking that down and making you teach through the different methods, there it it, it helps you learn how to coach and manage a group tenfold better than well, before. Dude, there's no doubt that every seminar
0: at HQ that I've ever been to, amazing. L1 oh, yeah. mind-boggling. L2 mind-boggling. But why? I, I hear you, Souza. Yep. Why does it? Why do you think that it should be mandatory? Does that go back? Are Are you saying that you're a proponent? Yeah, tell me, why do you think it should be mandatory? I'm not arguing with anything you said. I'm just saying I don't think it should be mandatory.
2: If every class was ran the same way that the L2 is taught, Mm -hmm. it would be at the highest fucking level you could have it. And that would be your quality control. And that's what their attempt to do is here.
0: Uh, You have no excuse not to know how it's done. Get continuity. Okay. Okay. All right.
2: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You're going to learn all your reps out on the floor, right? Josh gonna tell you that, um, 10, teaching your 10 first CrossFit classes on your own out on that gym floor is going to teach you a ton more than like any course will. But the, in my opinion, the best way to look at the class management, how to teach the type of cues you use, the professionalism that is brought to you in the L1 is bringing it to you in the L2, but you could just take every single thing and just immediately apply it to your craft your class so for me people that are opening up new gyms as we go into this second era of crossfit here let's call it i think is definitely um it's a good call i, I think it's a good call the l2 is a good call uh jeremy e. world this dude is black as fuck uh,
0: <laughs> darren coughlin the hillbilly is 100 percent this is completely off subject here but Thomas so well said that black culture in the united states is derived from hillbilly culture and so uh, here we have a two data points. If you put them together, <laughs> see that, uh, man, we 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 have a uh, sort of a jeopardy moment. Um, uh, John George, uh, as a previous affiliate owner, I'm surprised it's taken this long. I was always told affiliate fees were not all the same. I just asked. I heard Jim's were paying 500. I was paying 3,000. I, I I agree. I, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Uh, also, I go back to the awareness that it's going to rattle the base i i think that everyone who's at the base who, who's been grandfathered in all these years should be rattled um uh i i i th- I, I would be pissed I, I would i'd feel a little bit greg, I feel greg
1: little- this is the bottom line greg gave us all the tools and he gave us amazing tools to use. But I think he would agree that the affiliates built the brand from the ground up, dude. It was the, it was the early, it was the Craig Howards and the Dale Kings. And it was the ones that are the real blood and heart of this whole thing. And one thing I noticed from the inside and listen, there's a, I love, again, I cannot, I I was the smart kid in school. Okay. 32 ACT, valedictorian. I was not an athlete. All right. So I, I very much so love the academic side of crossfit it felt like while i was on the inside that the brain they were trying to put the brain where all the organs should be like they took out the heart when greg got pulled out and then they tried to take a brain and just put it there it's like ed the education department just fucking took over everything and and i think it was the best of what we had left because everything had been so gutted savan has gone you know everybody's gone so that's cool but like i don't know but and i'm gonna uh, throw back to an analogy that greg used and um and he said that, uh, they thought they were buying, buying pirates of the Caribbean amusement park ride and they were buying an actual fucking pirate ship. Well, mm-hmm. how do you, what's the first step to make a profitable actual pirate ship? You got to get rid of the fucking pirates.
0: Jeez. Wow. Wow. I hadn't heard that one. Look at that boy. Look at that boy. Look at that boy. Hey. Uh, a quality over quantity, uh, but barbell spin, uh, yep, he told me uh, that Paulina. I'm not sure what you're talking. Oh, uh, spin said Don. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So at the, uh, if you want to see um, three, um, f- uh, a fantastic interview, go over to the barbell spin. It was released a couple hours ago. Um, it uh, uh, spin has uh, three affiliate owners on there. Uh, great people, great different perspectives. And in that interview, spin also offers up the fact that that i wrote it down here uh at 718 uh don told spin they broke even in 2022 i i'm not sure what the implication of him when spin says that i'm not sure what he's implying he doesn't say do you want do you want to see that let me play that for you that's a that's a um yeah it's a very interesting, is- uh, part I'm, I'm not sure why uh spin maybe spin purposely left it vague but i'm not sure why spin is sharing with us that Don told them that is the implication that they have to make more money is breaking even good is breaking even bad. Like what's, what, what's the uh, implication there? Okay, here we go. This podcast is live uh, right now uh, for anyone to go see after you're done watching this show. It, it's a great podcast. It, it's, it's the best one I've seen so far on, on the subject. Okay. On the uh, rate increases. Here we go.
3: All right. It's just deferring costs that we have to do anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, the,
1: uh, One of the things I did – I was able to speak with Don Fall uh, last night before
0: this came out. By the way, so that is interesting. He says he spoke to Don Fall last night before this came out, and I think a few other people did also. I did not. No contact from HQ, by the way, from from me. I had no idea, no insider knowledge, nothing. Just strictly rumblings and rumors from way outside the the heart of CrossFit. So it is interesting that they did decide – to speak to several people before they release this i would say of all the stuff that i've watched so far from people who had inside knowledge this is the only piece that doesn't seem like propaganda
1: did mention that as of in 2022 they were actually crossword was actually break even financially and that was one of the reasons why they are looking to do this is to basically become financially more stable and uh Make sure that they can actually be there to support the affiliates. Um, does that change your opinion of of this increase?
0: Uh, thoughts? What? What? So, so I guess Spin does say Don told him that because I guess breaking even is no good.
1: Where's yeah. the money going?
2: That's the question.
1: Where's the fucking money going, bro? Like we have more than ten thousand affiliates, and the mean is probably higher than two thousand. Right? Than my twenty mil. That's not including education revenue t-shirt sales etc 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 where who the fuck's getting the money
0: well let me let me say, let me say something let's just say some things okay um uh the um they're doing the games right so so that costs money
2: that costs all the money
0: they have that's got to be it uh they have a. they have they need a legal team to to defend the brand uh they need an affiliate team to onboard
2: people Hmm. Okay, they do. Hold they do we, have to defend the brand, Souza. They, they, they do. do but hold like, on, can we categorize something? Can we categorize something? Yeah. Yeah. Is the uh, funding of the games is that a necessary investment to helping affiliates? Um,
0: I don't know, but that would open up a whole nother can of worms. I just, I'm, i I, do think the open is very necessary to the brand value. And I didn't say they'll put the games. Okay. Okay. Fair, but, but, but I'm specifically to Josh's question: Where's the money going? Right. Like I don't, I don't think that they're like doing coke and flying around to. Um, no, I don't yeah. think so either. Yeah. But but here's the thing, and I've said this endlessly on my show. I don't think that they have a lot of workers, meaning they have pe- they have uh, menus and a uh, uh, kitchen, but they have no chefs. Like we're not seeing product come out of there, and so we're just like, what the fuck? And so right. you, you want to see Gotta some be games. Yeah, you want to hey, Dude, fifty percent of the fucking DMs that actually aren't. that I I get that actually say what they want that everyone wants media it's always been like that it's been like that since Mm -hmm. 2018 since we threw away the media team it's just a steady drumbeat. they want fucking media I mean that's why this show kills it not because it was
1: one of the most powerful things man those videos that you pumped out Mm -hmm. like even every second counts bro like I have the original on DVD like those things made us feel shit they made us feel something they hit us in the chest they're like fuck I want to be a part of this shit like that's yeah. what the media does because it puts it all on blast. Like, but you got to, it's got to be, you got to know what you're shooting to put it out properly. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Natalie Bates. Hey guys, we saw the writing on the wall. We got uh, Greg's blessing in 2022 and de- deaffiliated almost a year ago. Carlene uh, Matthews. Uh, I want to be able to help people. I want to be able to save lives. We offer free CrossFit to those who, who. Carlene, good to see you here. Uh, Yeah, I agree, Patrick Clark Carlene, you're amazing Yeah, huge fan, Carlene I actually just started following you a couple days ago Um, uh, Vindicate uh, Halpin, my brother's a 10-year affiliate Probably won't renew He was loyal to the brand He doesn't need the name to continue exactly the same uh, as he has been Vind- uh, Travis, I'd like to know how that turns out I'm going to guess that the majority of people 51% or more who have decided already to not affiliate, reaffiliate, will change their mind. Uh, thoughts on that? Have, uh, go ahead, Josh. Thoughts on that? that I haven't.
1: People, ma- I haven't made a decision.
0: You have not made a decision.
1: I have not made a decision. I, I value. I'm gonna. I, I. don't have to until August. You know, and so I'm. I, I have the. I'm trying to be more grown up as I age and not be as reactive. So I just. I want to. I can, I'll tell you this, we're, we're about 20 members down from where we were last year.
0: Mm. Why do you, know, matters?
1: I, I, I'm looking at it. I don't know. I, th- I think that I, I, I live in this existential world where like, you just do the right thing for the right people at the right time. And then they just come in your doors and that business model is always run perfectly. I also very much believe that whatever business you're looking at, it filters every, the energy of it filters down from the top. And we have a different top now, so I don't know. And I'm not, when it ultimately comes down to it with any business owner, it's on me and I have to figure out. It's definitely my problem. No matter where the problem's coming from, it's nobody else's fault, but my own. And I think it also might, might just be the natural role of things. As you get higher, the percentage swings get bigger, you know, uh, Craig said that. And so I'm, I'm just trying to ride it out, but inflation's up for us too. You know what I'm saying? It's not just up for well, HQ. Well,
0: like, and hey, and let, let me say this also, but a lot of gyms have raised their uh, rates. When's the last oh, yeah. time you raised your
2: rates, Uh, We just did like a couple years ago. Okay.
0: Year. Uh, yeah. b- bear with me. Will you talk about that for one second? Bear with me. Yeah. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. A rate raise? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, you have to do it because at certain times, and Josh, you know this, like each year after year, if I pay a $100 membership – In every single year, my rent goes up by a certain percentage, my electricity bill goes up to a certain percentage. You're fine the first year, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Eats in the margin a little bit. Second year, it's like, oh, okay, it's a little bit more. By the third year, you're like, dude, we've felt like I've grown a little bit, but the revenue is stagnant or even feels like it's dropping off. And then at that point, you have to make the decision of, okay, we need to at least bring up the prices to cover these new expenses that are coming in. And here's the thing. I think if it's handled properly, like when we handled it with the members, we were like, Hey, look, here's what we're doing. We actually added a morning class time that some people wanted. We already brought in some new equipment and different things like that. Um, We made some investments into the way that the building looked. And then that way, when you actually do the price increase or when they see that come down the pipeline, they're already, you could point at and tangibly Mm -hmm. look at a few things that were added in value with that. Um, so I think that the, you know, that has to be taken into consideration that if you're going to hike the price, then you have to be able to at least point at some sort of, um,
1: like reflecting what, the value,
2: reflecting the value, but it comes down to the fundamental question that you're asking Josh, like what, where is the money going? And on the thing that I'm worried about is when I keep going back to the games here, if that, if let's say, 51 or 52 cents of every dollar that comes into crossfit is spent on the games around media production around broadcast um around just anything that it takes to run that competition then what ends up actually happening is the affiliates are funding their own demise and that's what i'm worried about and the reason why i stopped you and i said hey let's you're muted you're muted you're muted you're muted muted Muted. I don't see how that funds their own demise.
0: What do you? First of all, I, I, I don't want to fall too far into the weeds on this, but I don't see how that funds their own demise. If you're, if you're saying that you're saying that it would extract too much money out of them to, for the
2: party, yes. And then what ends up happening is that because we don't becomes, even know if
0: that's happening, we
2: don't know if that's happening. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a strong guess and say that that is taking up a large chunk of revenue. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. If that is not considered an investment into affiliates or training. That is just considered subsidizing the game so the games could live. If you were to detach every revenue dollar of training and affiliateship and you did not allow that to pour into the games, would the game still exist as its own entity? Um, I would love to know the answer to that question. That's right. So pause right there. So that's why I'm saying that if the answer to that is it cannot then training and affiliates is actually subsidizing the games and therefore not an investment. So every dollar shouldn't be moving towards a subsidy. It should be moving towards an investment. So that way every dollar that is spent from the affiliate and training dollars are going back into trying to grow the training and grow the affiliateship. Let
0: me let me yeah. ask you, the best mood the best mood that you've been in all year about CrossFit was when you were at the games. Mm-hmm. And, and that put you in a really good mood. You liked that.
2: I thought that it was a nice change. It felt like old school. That's anyway. going
0: to be hard. We And we know that this. Um,
2: hey, dude. Hey, let me let me stop you real quick. No, it the, felt the, like the that.
0: The report came out during uh, was, the survey was going on during the games. Yeah. And, and so there's a, component, a psychological component there that I, th- I I don't think it can be as black and white as you're saying. I don't think you can just be like, fuck, the games were all better.
2: No, and I'm not saying I that, think that, because- that.
0: There's incredible value to the games.
2: I think there is, too, with the CrossFit name on it. Um, I'm My right. question just goes back to how does that look on a financial point of view because there's still a way to sever the the revenue that's going into the games from training and affiliateship and to figure out how to produce it on its own somehow.
0: Well, so that's kind of funny. So what you're saying is it's a budgeting issue. I mean, I think mm-hmm. – Yeah, so you're saying may- maybe spend less money on the games, and I'm saying, hey, maybe get rid of people who don't actually do anything.
2: Well, <laughs> but- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I also then, agree with that too, though.
0: <laughs> let me, let me read some other, let me read some other, uh, uh, DMs. Yeah. That in. Um, Hey, Sevan, I really, I recently took over a 10 year affiliate. I've been working as a coach there for nine years. We roughly have 40 members and we're situated in Australia. There's no way we can afford this increase unless I put members, unless I raise uh, member's fees up. However, my area is the most overpopulated area for CrossFit gyms. Oh, no, for gyms in Australia. Not CrossFit gyms, but every other gym similar to CrossFit, just within a one kilometer of our affiliate, is eight functional fitness gyms. I just can't see the value and the increase apart from the name. We don't receive anything else for this money. I do, however, like the level two requirement. Mm. Over the next six months, I will be doing some hard thinking whether we stay affiliated or not. Pretty I'll, sp- I'll I'll devil's
1: advocate for HQ. Okay. So when, when I was working when we, the three years that like me and Dale and them spent as affiliate reps, our whole thing was actively trying to find ways to better serve the affiliates. So that was a very active, that, that was the whole gig. That was the whole gig. So I do believe that there are still lots of good hearts in the game. Like there's Nicole Carroll's and, you know, Dave playing whatever long game or short game he's playing and whatever's going on, there are good people still in the game that really love CrossFit. And I think that that our whole team was to increase the value of the affiliation fee, right? That's what we were trying to do. That's where you have the affiliate partner network. Now you have CAP that's included with your affiliation fee, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, they are trying to up the value of the fee, but is it enough? You know, Because really, you know what I loved about it? The search engine optimization. We were number one for fucking ever. All right. We're not anymore.
0: Well, you could okay. fire all the country managers and in one year, make enough media to make you guys number one again. The, the, that's I, what I, I fucking Apple want. program is a facade, by the way. It's a facade. Yeah, it, it's a field. It,
1: it, yeah. They, they, they threw it on after
0: Greg was out to try to, uh, it was know, there go. when Greg was there. It, oh, that's Greg, right. You're right. You're Greg right. was opposed to it, but um, uh, I was part of the, the team that pushed it through. It was, it, it was a facade. It, I, I would I would take all that money and invest it in media. Yeah. Um, YouTube. Uh, let me let me. This is shifting gears a little bit, but Don did say they wanted to increase. Um, uh, they wanted there to be 30 million active Crossfitters worldwide. This guy writes barrier of entry just doubled for anyone who wants to start a new gym. How does that help them reach more people? Now he is comparing apples and oranges. He's the presupposition there is more gyms means more more Crossfitters. I don't I don't know if I buy that, but it's uh, it's it's an, it's worth noting. It's not stupid talk.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. If CrossFit HQ right now, from their point of view, if they're saying, hey, if we have a spread of five gyms and two out of those five gyms that people walk into just immediately turn them out for CrossFit, it's like a nightmare scenario. Right, So if we could first shake out those two out of those five gyms, so now we got three solid gyms, well, now they could justify to the board to invest a ton of money in the media and marketing because they know that those uh, people that they're now driving to the gyms are going to get a better experience due to the fact that they just tried to do the quality control with the L2 in the price to barrier to entry. Because if your product sucks, you don't wanna just tell more people about your product. <laughs> you wanna first fix the product, then go tell people about it, right? Because if the product sucks and they do a massive drive, and this is I'm not saying this, I'm just walking through this example. If the product sucks and you do a massive drive to run people to that product, you're gonna get way more negative referrals than you want. You're better off not saying anything. So if you first fix the product and then you go after the marketing piece of it, the media piece of it, and let's hope they do, then you're going to run them to a better product. So now all those referrals will be positive.
0: Uh, well said. You're, you're, you're making sense. I also want to say this. Some of you aren't going to like this one at all. We all know 100 affiliates who have benefited greatly when the affiliates in their area went out of business.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the rich get richer. The rich get yeah. richer.
0: We all know 100 affiliates who the two gyms next to, back and forth to them closed and they put on 50 members in a year. Like, like, and, and, and we're like, yeah, whistling Dixie. So, uh, so this isn't, this isn't, um, this isn't going to hurt everyone. Uh, 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 Patrick Clark, if a gym has a hundred members, a $12 increase in their monthly rate will cover the new fee. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Most of the gyms have probably done that
2: five times in the last 10 years. Yeah, I would not. I would not pass this affiliate fee on to my members. You got to nah, take this. I'm just. Yeah, you got to take it and try to just like. The, I, I do agree with that. Why do you guys say Bradby that? We, you, guys say that?
0: you think it'd be bad? Why do you guys say that? You have to just take it. Go ahead, Josh. You go first.
1: I protect my members, man. I protect them for everything. Every product we carry in the front's not to make money on it's because they like Fit Aid or they like KillCliff. You know what I'm saying? I don't even like KillCliff. No, no spot. Fit Aid, I love. Let's get you a Fit Aid sponsorship. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, but it's, it's always been about the members. It's always been for the members. Like there are things that we absorb. Like I, I take really, really good care of my coaches, but every price increase that my coaches get is a little bit less than I'm taking home, you know, like, but it, but when you take care of your, this business has always been about taking care of your people. That's what it's always been about. And that's why I grandfather my people. My, I, my whole shtick is like, I'm not going to forget the ones that fed me when I was hungriest. Mm. You know, and I'm and I'm not, and I I will I will go out of business, grandfathering my OGs in, and I not that I'm Why opposed to price Is This but,
0: emotional Souza, what is this smart business decision or is it emotional? Why won't you pass it? Why won't you pass <laughs> it on to your members?
2: Uh, number one, it's not significant enough for the size of my gym and membership and revenue to do that to the members because I am gonna play the little bit of the emotional side with what Josh said. I, I do think it's emotional. I think all the gym owners, because we have such that relationship with our members, do protect them from stuff like this. So when we're talking about a year-over-year increase on in just the cost of doing business being three percent one year, three percent the next year, three percent, at some point, Josh and I have this discussion when um you jumped out for a second and at some point you just have to look at it and say, Hey, in order for us to stay alive, guys, I need your help with this. And the members usually show up and go, cool. It took you long enough. We'll easily easily pay another 10 or $12 because we want you to be here. Um, So if you do that with something in what I consider now, granted, I'm going from 3000 to to, uh, 4,500. So it's not a huge jump for me personally, um, but I wouldn't look at that and then just say, okay, I'm just going to immediately pass this cost on to my uh, members. That's, kind of one like i said you just kind of take it in the chin yeah um uh, this this came from an affiliate um one
0: thing for sure every affiliate owner should have their level two at minimum i'm not mad about the price increase still worth it to use the methodology how i think is best for my community um i'll be interested to see if they do what they say they're going to do with the money what did did they say what they're going to do with the money they talk in circles, man. I was going to say I hate to say oh. that, but everything I've read so far um has not said anything. It's very
1: vague that when they when they told us that they were no longer going to continue our position, they were like they're like well, we're looking at all these other things that we could do with you guys and da, da, da. I'm like, "Okay, what's actually happening?" Like Dale King spoke up, he's like, "Are we getting shit canned or not?" This is very confusing, <laughs> you know? They're, like, like what's, what's happening. But, and that's that corporate speak, man, where they just like kind of talk in circles and that it's, it's, hard, it's, it's impossible to follow. Cause there's nowhere to follow it to. It's a circle.
0: Like This, this stuff is frustrating. I'm, I'm going to show you, I want to, want to uh, read this to you. I, I think this is behind, I think this is, uh, it says uh, about the changes and this is the first four paragraphs. I'll read it to you thank you for being a part of the CrossFit affiliate community affiliates are and will always be the lifeblood of CrossFit and we have immense gratitude for your continued commitment like that paragraph's not needed in this yeah we previously shared our goal of growing to 30 million members by 2030 to do that we need to innovate and reinvest in the business to ensure we're attracting more people to CrossFit driving a greater number of leads into the gyms and protecting and preserving the brand in multiple ways that no one believes you no no one you did not say anything you were <laughs> Now it's getting to be offensive right? now these are hardworking people, and now you've taken two paragraphs and you haven't said anything. Yeah. Third paragraph, despite infa- inflation and higher costs, which have risen by an average of 74%, that could have been said way shorter. CrossFit oh, no has not raised the price in 11 years. It, 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 we we uh, Now going for some sort of weird emotional appeal. Yeah. Uh, in order to sustain healthy business and invest in resources to achieve our goals, we need to increase affiliation fee over here. They have not said anything. So when you people are writing to me are they going to say what they're they say they're going to do of course they are they're not they don't say anything. This is Facebook talk. Mm-hmm. This is the part that's weird. Mm-hmm. The all of this shit is weird. Why not just say, "Hey guys, why not if they were really doing what you say you think they're doing,
2: Susan, why wouldn't they just say that?" I have no idea. And that's the like- continued mistake that um uh HQ seems to to make is that they there's a lot of fluff and um they just need to give it to us straight man listen to this yeah. next line
0: and break it down the idea of an increase lightly this is like the parent who tells you this hurts me more than it
2: hurts you yeah 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 exactly. yeah exactly
0: exactly nobody has time for this no it's it's a frustrating this is, this is hurting your cause stop yeah. talking to the fucking affiliates
1: bro the the last line where they're like we're laser focused so in 2024 and beyond, my kid's been watching a lot of Toy Story, and it's like some Buzz Lightyear shit, man. I'm like <laughs> laser focused and beyond. I'm like, what are we doing? Like,
0: uh, Rory Marlowe, affiliate owner, they could lose three thousand affiliates, still end up plus fifteen million dollars. Ten thousand affiliates times fifteen hundred.
2: There you go, and that's um, only a fifteen hundred increase. Some that are going from five hundred to forty five hundred, or two thousand to forty
0: five hundred, or one thousand to forty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, and so, so, so this, uh this is the propaganda again. Sorry, Halpin, but you, you're good on the propaganda. Uh, if your small business can't handle $125 month increase after 11 years at the same rate, how small is your small business, and should CrossFit continue to cater to that? I, I, I guess that's fair. That's not as propaganda as I thought. But there's once again there's this like it's it's on you. Let me play this to you. This is the this is the only piece of content I have found that's come out of HQ. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet, but regarding the Regarding the – this is a little long, but regarding the rate increases, this is the only piece I've seen uh, so far from HQ that's uh, that's video, that's talking, besides the people that they've kind of asked to do propaganda for them. Uh, hmm. This is from CrossFit Affiliate <laughs> Midwest.
1: Andrew Charlesworth.
0: Okay. So this guy does work for CrossFit HQ, right? Yeah. Okay. So here we go. This is the only this – is, this is it. Here we go.
3: Hey, everyone. Um, I've, like, recorded this six times now. And maybe the seventh time is the charm. I care about the Midwest affiliate owners so much that I don't want to come off as a computer or somebody to send you an automated email. That's why face to face as much as you can through a screen. The affiliate fee went up to forty five hundred dollars. Um, it's not charged for the monthly. You know, it used to be a twenty percent upcharge to do monthly. That's no longer. That's the facts. I've getting emails. Is it going to 10 grand? Is it going? To, okay. Just chill.
0: So, so um, let's just say that. Let's give it a, a little. That's an interesting thing. So if you used to pay monthly, I guess you paid an extra 20% on top of the 3000, which would be an extra, which mean mean your fee. Uh, 3,900 a year. 35, right? Oh, oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. 35. So, okay. So for those people, it's only a thousand dollar increase. Okay, here we go.
3: I hope you guys realize that I care so much about you guys and what your happiness looks like and if
0: Houston we have a fucking problem
3: this makes you unhappy I want to empathize with you and I want to talk to you
0: you want to empathize with us, or you are empathizing with us? what's going on here people
3: so if you're not getting on my calendar to maybe have a conversation with me or you've never met me do that Um, let's change the world together right
0: now we've pivoted to get on my calendar and let's change the world together.
3: Hmm. Send angry emails or angry comments, X Y Z. Like that might feel good in the moment, but you know what feels really good is like human connection. I'm so
0: now. Now he's if you're angry, he's not. He's saying don't get angry. Move <laughs> to human connection. This is fucking pretty wild. An affiliate yeah. owner.
3: If the fifteen hundred dollars that came with the increase was such a crushing blow, then. I want to have a conversation with you about a, how, how can we change that? Maybe some concepts, maybe some practices. Okay. Um,
0: okay. I'm with you. Now now we got something.
3: Maybe you're like, Hey, I, I really didn't want to have an affiliate. It was, it was just a hobby. That's
0: that gets a little tough. Wow. Did you hear that? Maybe I didn't really want to have an affiliate.
2: It leaks out. It's just a hobby.
0: Wow. Wow. So, if you don't pay the 1500 you really didn't want to have one anyway.
2: Okay if you don't too. vote for me, you ain't black.
0: Yeah, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Here we go. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, we want to
3: raise the tide of what it feels like to walk into a CrossFit affiliate. We want to up people's education. That's-
0: so, now he's equating you pay the $1,500 and we, that will... Up the your affiliate members' experience when they walk in.
3: That's what you asked specifically from us.
0: You asked specifically from us to up the the customers' experience, and so how we're going to do that is we're going to charge you fifteen hundred dollars more and make you take the L 2 This is some crazy shit
2: right here. That's bad, dude.
3: So yeah, we're we're on the path way. to do that. Um,
0: we're on the path.
3: The main focus I want you to take away is if you're pissed i get it but if you don't utilize me and get on my calendar come to the tuesday calls where all we do is talk about best business practices i mean you do that and you're gonna get the value all right i love you guys um i'm trying my best to kind of stay off of the social media as much as i can so send me an email. Wait, but
0: you're staying off of social media, but you're the only voice from HQ that we yeah. have. <laughs> Holy fuck.
3: But, In the little link tree thingy is my calendar. All right. I take meetings Tuesday through Thursday from eleven to three thirty. Okay.
0: So 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 that's that's the that's kind of uh the the I guess that you'd say that's the official word coming out of HQ right there. Thoughts? Go ahead, Josh.
1: It kind of sounds like he's like, "Listen, I'm worth it." I know Andrew, and I'm not going to bash my guy. He's he's at CrossFit Two Abor up the street, um, but it, it very much toward the end sounded like I'm worth the fifteen hundred dollars. Exactly what
0: he said. That's not what it sounded like. He said, uh, "Call
1: me because yeah. I'm you'll you'll see that I'm." And yes, I just I don't know. And I hey, even if he didn't heart. mean it, now a little not- narcissistic to me.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to guess he didn't mean it, and it's a word salad. And he was a little nervous. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Want to cut him some a little bit of slack. But dude, now is not the there's a street fight going on, and you just fucking walked out there and are the only right in
1: the middle, bro. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let let them give you some cover fire first. You know, I respect him for jumping out there to like at least speak to his people, though. You know what I'm saying? He feels a responsible a responsibility to the Midwest affiliates. So especially since he's the only one, like because he's the only one, I almost respect it. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, you and, know, because at least he's saying something to him. You know, because apparently none of the other affiliate reps have or anyone really so i'll uh, at least give him that
0: um there uh let me read a couple more if affiliate fees were used for um do you want to say anything about it uh, that, what that video we just watched Sousa?
2: it's gonna sound weird but i get a similar vibe when dave does his weekend review lately oh shit okay not in the sense of the the talk or that type of hyperbole that guy was using or just that corporate speak but in the sense of that, everybody that's working there, that's forward facing is trying to say something and they're trying to hold it together. But I don't think a, they might necessarily agree with the decisions or B even know the whole entire plan. Okay. Um, like trying to stay face, trying to do something, but, um, just, they don't even, you know, they, who knows what they know or what they don't know. Right. Right. That was a, that that was some, that was, uh,
0: I know that guy's responsible I guess. What's his job Josh? He's responsible for He's an affiliate rep. Okay. He he, he replaced me and Dale. Oh, oh, Dale, you and Dale King, that guy did. Mhm. Um hey Savon, i thought i'd give my two cents this is complete bullshit in my opinion i've been an affiliate for almost 15 years never not one time have i received anything from hq that helps me gain a member i've defended most of the crossfit name thousands of times against crossfit hurts people and crossfit never seemed to give a shit about this conception people have if one thing is it's one thing to raise price for new affiliates but it seems like it is des- desperate act for financial gain to put an unjustified tax on crossfit's frontline soldiers they don't need to raise this despite inflation it costs them nothing to add another affiliate they've been in the They've been in the office. I've been in the fucking trenches actually teaching this shit and changing people's lives. And I realized a long time ago I didn't need the CrossFit name to do this. But I stayed loyal anyways because that's the type of person I am. Greg Glassman is the man. I love that guy. And he, has, he was the main reason I stayed loyal. These snowflakes pushed him out, and they might be pushing me out. This has nothing to do with the money. I can completely afford to pay the additional charge, but principle means a lot to me. I have a lot to think about, but at the moment, I think I'll be de-affiliating. Much love. Appreciate everything you do. This uh, is—I'll tell you this. This is the uh, largest gym uh, in the world. I've never seen a larger gym than this gym. That Mm -hmm. one. Not more members and not uh, larger uh, space. That's it. Right. And do
2: with it. It's
1: not—it's not not a financial issue for me either. It's—it is a principle thing. Uh
2: If I were, remember we talked about the pruning the tree analogy. If I wanted to um, move the company in a certain direction, that would allow me to have more control. I don't know if that's corporate, I don't know if that's franchise, I don't know, you know, I don't know what that looks like. But if I were going to do that, I'd first want to shake the tree and I'd want to get rid of all the people that would push back against me early before I made those decisions. So there's a lot of your gyms that are saying, F you, I'm out. This is based on principle. And they're going back to like talking about why they got into it for Greg. CrossFit might be looking at those people and saying like, okay, they're never going to go with like a franchise or a different type of model anyway. So let's just do this as a shakeout and let them go. And that way the, the the gyms that are still there might get on board with our potential plans in the future.
1: Get rid of the pirates. Oh,
0: back yeah. to the
2: metaphor. Good. Okay. Let me read this one to you. Uh, I
0: personally love the increase. This is from an affiliate. I'd honestly pay $6,000 if it was needed. I want HQ to have all the resources it needs to make this methodology shines and in turn has zero excuses if it doesn't. So this person is saying, let's completely support HQ. And I, and, and pardon me, I believe in this philosophy. When people work for you, you should support them completely before you fire them. So he's saying, okay, we have the, I agree. They haven't raised the prices in 11 years. They don't even have the fucking resources to succeed. Let's give them, let's, let's pay, let's pay more money and give them the resources to succeed. Let me ask you this. I, I, I buy that logic. And if that's, if that's true, I don't think they're offering, I don't
2: think they raise the rates enough. Uh, that could be another point. Um, I don't know maybe they found a happy medium again i bet you that a lot of the math of like who is going to leave how much we're going to gain what's the difference in between probably had to do with their uh, price point decision at least i hope as they analyze the framework of it
1: i sincerely hope they're not comparing like our sale value to th- uh, other like planet fitness or globo style gyms that are based upon members that don't come because CrossFit gyms are based on members that do come. And there honestly aren't a lot of models like that. Maybe yoga, you know, some of those studio stuff. So I hope they at least have the foresight to do that. Because if they're trying to price us out, like, like it, I think for, to open a Planet Fitness, you have to have 500K liquid, for example, just to have, just, just in case, you know. So if they're comparing us in any way, shape, or form to the rest of the fitness industry, and they're not choosing the right ones, that could be very problematic. Uh,
0: yeah. I, I, I think we always have to err on the fact that a lot of people um, uh, pulling the strings these days don't know what they actually have. Uh, in that interview that um, uh, Brian Spind did earlier today, I highly encourage you to listen to Rebecca Fuselier's take on it. At a thirty forty in there, she talks about some really good shit. Uh, I, th- th- you should all go over there after this is over and watch, go over to the barbell spin and listen to uh, Brian spins interview with the three affiliate owners. Uh, Stephen Flores can affiliate fees be based off the size and population of the city. It seems unfair when small gyms have the same fees as bigger cities. I completely disagree, but what do you guys think?
1: I feel logistically that'd be impossible almost, you know, but it is hard though. Like I'm in Oakland County, which is a, a pretty affluent County in Michigan and Dale, the average annual and like the housing rates where he lives are like 28k or some shit like i mean it's just it's in because dude, it's port smith ohio you know what i'm saying and he's down there crushing it so it's it, it, that's hard that's a hard problem to solve i don't because then you get like how do you do affiliate reporting i mean because you can't just base it on the city because there's different parts of the city you know
0: it's like, even if you even if you could do it i i I, I, don't, I don't think it's smart i don't think you should have different fees really for different countries either but um uh, susa um honestly uh mike uh uh pool boy, um honestly i love my level two seminar far more than my level one mm-hmm. do you like your level two more than your
2: level one i did yeah you did I too. Did. yeah yeah oh. I'm, I'm telling you like you're you you get to you leave there, you're like fired up to coach the class, and you could go right back and implement all these strategies into it immediately. Like it's just a very like the L one is like getting your book smart. The L two is like cutting your chops in the street. Um Savon, what do we do for box owners
0: who don't coach but employ coaches? I'm not sure I understand the question. What do we do with box owners who don't coach but employ?
2: I don't understand that.
0: I'm just a normal man receiving texts from my wife live during the show that I forgot to flush the toilet. Um, people, a wad zombie. People would have no problem paying this increase if they had faith in HQ to make good decisions. I, uh, here's the thing. I really think this goes back to slapping people. I think people are just like, fuck, man. I've been doing this for five years, we, man. We it,
1: got, to, we got, to, we grew it. accustomed to the way Greg did things. Yeah. You know, and he always he just for as long as CrossFit's been, we've been grandfathered in, you know, and, and, there was, like and low like,
0: bar- this was low barrier of entry. We're a media yeah. company. We'll never raise your rates. Now we have three things going on. We're not yeah. a media company. We're, do- we're raising the barrier of entry. So it's three shifts at once. I'm not I'm not saying what they're good or bad. We'll not have a media is just a complete. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's good fair, for right? me, but it's bad for bad for them. Um, Brett Bear Bauer, Brett Bauer. Sevi, we have four coaches and already committed to giving them $750 towards their L2 in 2024, which would also mean a pay raise. $1,500 is a lot to add for a two-year affiliate, considering the plan. Uh, David Radaway, a 10-year affiliate this coming April, not how I wanted to celebrate. Yeah, it, it, man, this is just a psychological blow. Oh, Wanna Love. So, what if your coaches already have level one and level two? What's the value? So, what is the gain? Everyone is suffering from inflation. Members won't go for higher fees. It's not cheap to begin with. Look at this. Hillbilly's right again. Jeez. <laughs> uh,
2: sleep.
0: And they laid off 30% of the staff in the. Why is that blinking like that?
2: I don't know, but like the it was given like the beep 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 thing too. That was weird.
0: And they laid off thirty percent of the staff in the last seven months. What is happening? I don't know if that's true. I don't know what's going on either. We've been hijacked. Weird. All right, guys. Uh great uh, discussion, Josh. Uh, any, any final any final words, uh, guys? Everyone should just hang. My advice is this: hang yeah. tight, process, hang tight, man. chill, deep breaths. Uh all the pundits people like me uh, thrive in this situation because it's just more content for us take it all with a fucking huge grain of salt um reach out to hq uh take andrew's advice and make an appointment with him reach out uh, f- f- you know do the thing <laughs> that, that didn't sound sincere <laughs> uh, re- reach out touch base with them get the face to face hear it from the horse's mouth um, we'll do and do another one of these, uh, probably soon, maybe even tomorrow where we get together and, uh, and process this, um, any final words, Josh,
1: I'm with you. Just ride it out, man. Try not to react, do what's best for your business, do what's best for your people. And you're always going to come out on top. And, and if they're making us doing a little bit better and you weren't already, then that's not a bad thing. As far as the level two action goes,
0: the people claiming the 11 years haven't been there 11 years. I don't know what you mean by that, but I, I really apologize for this whole blinky thing. I don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, bring it up on my end. Susa, any final words?
2: Um. Yeah, my, I just want to, I don't, sorry. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, I, I think for, for HQ, if anybody from HQ is, is watching this right now, I, I think you guys need to just really become more genuine with your messaging and just say what's happening because for a lot of the affiliate owners that are questioning where their money is going right now, if there was some sort of game plan or value add that we could tangibly see very soon, I think that would help a lot of people process and stay to know that this is going to a positive change and it's not just going to be more of the uh, same old. And to all the affiliate owners out there, I just think space is going to be your best friend from any decision, especially something as big as like deaffiliating or not de-affiliating. Um, this isn't a decision that should be rushed or emotionally driven. So I just think if you just take a step back, give yourself some time to process it, let's see what what's going to come out of hq um and then be able to to adjust from there
0: uh let me just let me finish uh, with two things um nine degrees uh, this is crossfit degrees hq uh h let me i'm just gonna read it to you without it being up there yeah that's oh, i can't even stop it Oh, uh, basically hq can eat steak dinner on my 4500 i would pay way more i don't care how they spend it the name itself is worth it uh fair fair assessment uh my advice uh, to hq is way less pronouns way less adjectives way less verbs just nouns just use fucking nouns like no one knows what you're saying like like at stuff we're gonna make this we're gonna make uh six videos we're gonna have uh a video published every single day we're gonna bring the journal back point at actual things the fluffy stuff is uh, makes you easy uh, easy target for just nonsense all right love you guys josh honeycutt um thank you for coming on um i wish i could give.
2: Here, let me see. Oh, you got it.
0: Uh, new species CrossFit, Matthew Shusa CrossFit Livermore. Uh, thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Uh, we have Greg Hammond on uh, from C2. Love you guys. Bye bye.
1: Love you. Bye bye.